0: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations 12 Steps to Freedom. Tonight is our integration call of step 10, trust, and I'm excited to wrap up this month and talk about trust and how we can trust ourselves more as we go throughout the rest of this year. So, let me bring on my beautiful co-host, Terry. Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing well.
1: I'm in the car, so I hope it's not too noisy, and we're... My daughter, Shay, and I are traveling back from Sacramento, where I dropped off my granddaughter. So we're
0: on our way home. Very good. Drive safely. Shay's driving. We also have have, uh, our favorite integration coach on the call with us tonight. Please welcome Trish March.
2: Yay. Hi, So it's good to connect with you.
0: Always, it's always. always. So we are talking trust tonight, Trish. What does trust mean to you? Well, I mean, I think that trust is
2: one of the key things that you need in order to do anything, really. Um, You know, and I haven't always trusted myself. I haven't always trusted other people. I haven't trusted decisions, you know, and you know, you need to develop some skills around trust in order to really make decisions and, you know, continue on your path, right? You have to learn to trust yourself. So it is one of the key Mm -hmm. critical um, characteristics that you need in your life. It's it's definitely a skill you need to have, is trust.
0: Yeah. How do you feel that you've been able to develop your self-trust? Ah,
2: well, you know, it's been really important for me to do that because there's been many times in my life where I have not trusted myself. Um, And I primarily because I wanted to trust other people. And so I put my trust in them and did not listen to myself and trust what was going on with me. And uh, that always really backfired on me. (laughs) So, you know, I I had to practice learning how to trust, right? And I think the the biggest thing that you can do for yourself is to really, you know, pay attention and you know, practice. Like when stuff comes up, you know, figure out how how you need to pay attention. Like do you need to pay attention to your intuition? Do you need to, you know, uh, get all the data together to make a decision, but whatever way you need to do it to trust yourself, um, you know, learn how to do that and take the steps you need to, and then really reinforce, reinforce it. Keep track of it, you know, keep track of when you make decisions and what the results are and where, where you're having positive outcomes and, um, and what you're listening to. Is it your intuition? Is it data? Is it, you know, what's helping you to, to learn and trust yourself?
0: yeah I, I definitely feel hard. like it's a, yeah I definitely think it's a muscle that we have to exercise, and um you know when we exercise, it doesn't always feel good afterwards
2: <laughs> yet
0: um we continue to do so to get stronger, right, so that is sometimes how it works with trust, Terry, yep. we've had a month of trust. what is something that? has kind of stood out for you this month or that you um wanna make sure that we talk about before the month is over?
1: Yeah, I think uh you know, trusting ourselves is really important and trusting I think trusting the process, you know, and I mean the process of you know, kinda of like the process of living, right? And that comes from trusting our intuition, uh trusting our head, our heart, you know, integrating our feelings with our you know, with our intellect and just really being attentive, like Trish said, being very attentive, yet not being attached to specific outcomes. And I think that comes from trusting the process and and trusting, for me, trusting God, you know, and it could be your higher power, whatever the universe, whatever you call it, but trusting that that whatever happens is going to be for my good. And that way mm-hmm. you can still have trust in the middle of chaos. You know, you can still have trust when uh, things don't turn out the way you had hoped they would turn out. And you can still trust the process and trust yourself and trust your decision making because you trust, for me, it's trusting God that everything that happens is for my for my higher good. And I'll learn from that and I'll grow from that and I'll move forward from that. And trusting that then, you know, keeps me from being tied to a specific outcome. You know, if it doesn't turn out that way, then there's something wrong, something wrong with me, something wrong with, you know, whatever. But, yeah, just trusting the process of making decisions, the process of listening to our intuition, the process of trusting God, the process of um, taking risks and trusting that those risks will whether they turn out the way we had hoped they would turn out, you know, if we just stay in the process, in the now, in the present, and then accepting whatever the outcome is and knowing that that's for our for our good, whether it's we're going to learn mm-hmm. what to do or we're going to learn what not to do, you know. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, that was what I was thinking.
0: Yeah, I think... There's a lot of different aspects of trust, a lot of different people or things that we trust. Um, There's things that we automatically trust, that when we flip the switch on, the when we flip the light switch, that the light's going to go on or it's going to go off. We kind of just automatically trust that that's going to happen. You know, the sun is going to rise in the morning and it's going to set in the night. Um, There's certain things that we don't even think about trusting. Um, We trust ourselves to breathe, to get up and walk. Um, Well, not everybody, of course, but um, because not everybody can walk. But, (laughs) um, you know, there's just certain things that we trust ourselves to do and we don't even think. And that can be true for these other things that we have mentioned as well. People just automatically trust certain people or they automatically trust themselves or they automatically trust their higher power or they automatically trust the process. But for a lot of us, there is at least one of those areas in which we need to practice to be able to do so. And I think that trusting myself was the thing that I definitely need to trust, was and is the thing that I trust. Um, I was very trusting of other people. And so that is something that I am practicing of discerning who can be trusted and who can't. And um, I discovered that I actually was pretty good at trusting my higher higher power, which for me is my Heavenly Father. And um, that was something that I hadn't really realized until um, just a few years ago. You know, I was thinking about how I trusted the promptings that I got from that I got from him and that I felt like he was leading me towards. and to be able to do that, I had to trust myself, and yet I hadn't made that correlation. so um if you're if you're one who can trust the process, know that there is an aspect of you that can trust yourself because you can't trust anything else if you can't trust yourself first just like with everything else everything starts with you and so um you know keep that in mind if you're if you have a tendency to beat yourself up over not trusting yourself see those areas where you are trish what is um what is one way that you have practiced like, what's a tool that you've used to support you in practicing trusting yourself?
2: Um, I think it's really a combination of a couple things. I, you know, I, I use a little bit about of the four A's, right, like being able to mm-hmm. be aware, you know, you know, paying attention to a situation and really, you know, acknowledging my feelings because I think that's, you know, and how I'm responding to the situation. I think I've expanded that a little bit. So it's not just my feelings that are coming through, but being, you know, really aware in situations and paying attention to how I'm responding and what's coming up for me. And then, you know, really using that information and figuring out like, you know, intuition wise and really asking like spirit or my intuition, you know, what decisions to make. So I, I've kind of combined that, but I also use acknowledgments a lot um, to help me build mm-hmm. that muscle because I wanna I wanna keep track of you know where I'm making good making good decisions and I'm really trust and what who I'm trusting when, when making those decisions because I did spend quite a bit of time in my life you know really trusting other people and then when I got to know them or I really learned who they were or you know, spent more time with them, I realized that, you know, their agenda probably wasn't the same as mine, (laughs) you know, right. Yeah. And that was in relationships with men. It was in business, you know, in a lot of facets of my life. And I spent so much time looking out that I wasn't paying enough attention inside. So I wasn't, I wasn't looking inside for my answers. I wasn't looking to myself. So I really needed to practice looking inside, paying attention you know, engaging with spirit and learning whether that voice in my head was actually my intuition, was spirit, or whether it was just my fear talking, right, and trying to keep me from doing, you know, adventurous things or taking a risk or growing. Uh, so I really needed to practice. So for me, it was doing a combination of things, and but it was really keeping track right? and paying attention. Uh, to when I was trusting myself, and when I was, you know, moving forward and and really advancing because I was paying attention and and, and using that trust. Um, mm-hmm. So very similar with what you're talking about with spirit or with with the Lord, and you know that intuition, and uh, you know acknowledging myself for doing that, so I could keep track, right, and setting intentions. Yeah. I think I, um, you know, the intention of really just being feeling connected and you know, being willing to trust yourself, being open hearted and being willing to trust yourself. Um and being willing to practice that each yes. and every day for a certain amount of time, I think really will support anyone in trying to build trust. Self trust.
0: Mhm. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I've talked about how my intention for the last 17 years has been to trust myself more and it is definitely something that I acknowledge myself for um, it is the main focus of my acknowledgement. I am constantly building evidence to combat my fear that I can trust myself. Um, that So I can allow, like fear will allow me to believe it. And acknowledgements are a huge tool for that for me. So I love that you brought that up. Terry, what about you? Yeah, I,
1: the first thing I was going to say as well was acknowledgement. But I like one thing that Trish said that really kind of stuck with me because I've kind of gone through this in the last couple of days in making a decision. And that is, um, is it the voice of fear or is it the voice of your your intuition or your higher power that, that's uh, guiding you? And uh, I found myself making a decision. And then after I made the decision, starting to doubt my, you know, the process of making the decision. And then I, I started to pay attention to the feelings when I started to doubt uh, that I'd made the right decision. And uh, I was able to really sort that out by paying attention to my feelings and then asking myself, is this feeling coming from a place of fear? Or a place of freedom. Which voice am I listening to? And uh, that was a way for me to discern whether or not I had made uh, made the you know the best decision. I don't know if it's the right decision, but the best decision for me at the moment, you know. And um, so I, when you said that, Trish, it kind of took me to that uh, that spot where all of a sudden I realized it was fear that was was feeding that doubt. And hmm. And nothing else but fear, and so I was able to then discern that and um, start to think think it in a different way and support myself by acknowledging myself that I'd taken the the risk to make that decision, and that's what was best in that moment, and hmm. I would go forward uh paying attention to my feelings as well as to my thoughts, and that that concept of is this coming from fear or is this coming from freedom is it coming from my intuition or is it coming from the dark side (laughs) you know (laughs) so um, yeah Uh, so that's what i mean i really really wrestled with that for about three days and then i i came to some decisions to do some other things that really helped to solidify in my mind, that I had I had made the best decision at that moment in time, and and that took some action on my part, and that dispelled the you know the feelings of fear, and that usually shows up for me in the form of doubt, you know, doubting myself and doubting the process, and
2: and that's the opposite of trust. You know, and the more you practice, mm-hmm. just to kind of build on that a little bit, the more you practice, and you know you unless you pay attention, you have no idea how many decisions you make throughout the day
0: and how many times
2: you can actually, you know, leverage and build this skill. Like there's so many, you must, I I must make, you know, at least 40 decisions a day. I mean, you get up in the morning, you know, you decide what clothes you're going to wear, right? You decide Mm -hmm. what time you're going to get up in the morning. Do I want to get out of bed? Do I not want to get out of bed? What am I going to have for breakfast? Like there's just more, you know, you, there's decisions throughout your day, and um, if you really pay attention and even use all those small things, it helps you build that self-trust up. So when you're ready for the big decision, you're actually ready to use the tools you have and, and to trust yourself to make those decisions. So it's, it's really amazing to, you know, to just start with the little things and just start to build, build those muscles. Yeah, really
1: looking at, at life as a choice, right?
2: And yeah, if you're yeah. paying attention to
1: where that where that, you know, motivation, if you want to call it that, or that decision making process is coming from either fear or freedom, then that really helps you to move forward. And that's really what life is yeah. all about is forward movement. And Absolutely. I think that you could pro- it's probably more than forty decisions that we make every day.
2: Uh, and we're I'm making sure. we
1: have decision points continually, right? Yep. Just yep. all day long.
2: Yep. And I do probably muscle thousands. testing as well, which really helps me. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry, go ahead, Kelly.
0: No, I was just saying probably thousands. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I do muscle testing as well. And that's something you could look up on YouTube to learn how to pay attention to your body. So even when I'm eating now I'm trying to pay attention to how my body responds. Does it make my body stronger? Does it make my body weaker? to help me make this good decisions about food and, you know, what I'm putting in my body. Because the more you can strengthen your body, the the more you're going to trust yourself, especially if you, you know, and you can trust your body to help you make those decisions. So it's uh, it's pretty amazing. Even with, like, my supplements that I take in the morning, I'm like, all right, do I take this today or do I not take this today? You know, so it's, it's those little decisions that you can If you can build tools that help you make these good decisions, then, you know, you're going to be able to trust yourself more and more.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think that um, consistency to commitment definitely helps me build trust in myself. And I love that you talked about um, asking your body and learning how to trust your physical body. Um, as well as your emotional or your mental or whatever it may be, spiritual um, body. And um, how Terry and I think Trish as well were talking about, um, you are both talking about knowing the difference between your voice of fear and your voice of freedom. I think that really knowing the difference between those two voices, how do you feel when one talks? How do you feel when the other one talks? What kind of sensations does your body have when one or the other is talking to you? Um, or however you experience fear and freedom in your body. Um, that That is so important to really know the difference between those two. Because it would just make it easier, right? I mean, it makes sense. Do you know that Deborah... It'll make it so much easier when it's time to make a decision. Because are you making that decision in fear or are you making that decision in freedom? What's motivating that decision? Those, those fear-based feelings, those fear-based thoughts, or those freedom-based feelings and freedom-based thoughts? And I think that it sounds super simple, but it's not easy to really know the difference and really be confident and trust that, you know, the difference. And I think trust plays a lot into, uh, trusting if it's coming from fear or freedom.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I like that. Uh, brought up the muscle testing because that's another tool that, uh, that we can use. And, uh, I know my my older daughter started trying that. She's been really studying some of those those energy strategies and found out that her body doesn't like zucchini at all. <laughs> so it was like, <laughs> wow, I'm going to quit eating zucchini. My body just told me that that is not that that's really bad for me, you know. So it was yes. kind of funny, <laughs> but I I mean it's, it's a true principle, you know. When you do that, uh, you do that and uh,
2: listen to that and trust that.
1: Yep. your body knows
2: <laughs> well and I think there's a, a level of sacredness or honoring in the process too of learning to listen to your body learning to listen to spirit learning to trust yourself you know learning mm-hmm. to listen to your intuition there's a just a level of sacredness and honoring um, once you start to understand the messages or get the get the information to really you know, you're honoring it by listening and paying attention and and taking whatever action needed. So I think she, yeah. her daughter, was really honoring her body by, you know, listening and taking steps to to support support it, support herself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and there are so many amazing tools. And you, you know, you being a Reiki person and all the tools the energy healing that you do and. The, the different strategies that you have that you share with your clients and with others just adds a whole another dimension to that honoring, you know, the honoring the fact that we're all energy, we're all created alike. We have this this potential, we have this energy within us, and we're all connected that way.
0: And that really
1: yeah. is another another way of expanding your awareness so that you, you can use these tools and strategies that are around us that a lot of people, you know, haven't been exposed to yet, you know, so I appreciate all that you've, you've shared with us around energy healing and, and just the fact that that's a, a powerful way to connect uh, spiritually and, and with your body and your emotions, and it's another, another set of tools another set of strategies that can help you to be in tune, to be aware and to trust, you know, trust that as well.
2: Absolutely. Thanks. What, Trish? I said, thanks for saying that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that, I think that trusting ourselves is something that is so important. I know that, Not for everyone does it come down to trust. Like for Terry, it comes down to compassion. Um, For me, it comes down to trust. And I've just learned over the years of practicing this that there is always another level of trusting yourself. There's always another area where you can trust yourself more. And it's a continued process that um, I'll go through my whole life, and I think back to when I first started this process and how much I trust myself, and I look at where I am now, and it, it's crazy to think of that girl that I was before, and yet I don't always give myself recognition for my growth you know, I'll I'll tell myself I'm still just as messed up in the head as I was when I started. And yet when I take a moment to pause and really look back to how I was living my life then and how I live my life now, there's a huge difference. And I'm not the only one that sees it. Actually other people see it more than I do. Yeah it's that it's that writing acknowledgments, it's that having good people around you to remind you it you know there's so many so many different steps to really building up a support team within yourself and without yourself to trust yourself yeah there's many layers. Oh, many layers many layers
2: <laughs> yeah that perfect yeah
0: point. i think that's amazing. okay good so we are almost out of time, ladies. I want to give, Trish, I want to give you um, a minute or so to say what is one thing that you want our listeners to go away with tonight? Um,
2: I think the, the biggest thing is that just practicing. Practicing trusting yourself is really key and in whatever way works best for you. And, you know, and in order to build confidence in doing that, you have to practice or you don't have to practice. But, you know, we recommend that you practice and, you know, really pay attention and acknowledge yourself for, for paying attention to and, and using your intuition or whatever means you need to to make decisions and really practice that self-trust. So practice yeah. and acknowledge yourself. You know, keep
0: track. Yes, yes. Be aware. Yeah. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. And, Carrie, you get one minute. What would you like to share <laughs> with the listeners tonight?
1: Yeah, I, I would just say that, um, you know, acknowledging yourself as well. I mean, I think the power in acknowledging yourself, and I can't remember. I think I was listening to a book by Mel Robbins called The Five the Five, High Five Habit, and she talked about acknowledgments, and I thought, Wow, you know it's not that's you look in the world of transformation and you hear so many leaders talk about acknowledging yourself and how important that is to build trust and to move to move forward. And then I think the other thing I would just want people when they when they're make when they start to for me, when you start to doubt yourself and not trust yourself, ask yourself, what voice are you listening to? You know, are you listening to fear? Or are you listening to your intuition and freedom and your, whatever it is that brings you that um, yeah that's what that's what I would uh want people to remember,
0: yeah, I completely agree with both of you, and I want to thank you, Trish, for being here with us. We always love uh having you stay up late with us and come on and share all of the the wisdom and uh, insights that you have to share with our listeners. Thank you so much. I love being here. Yeah. So we want to remind you that the 12 steps to freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the fearless living Institute. And if you'd like to learn more about the fearless living Institute, please check out fearlessliving.org. Also you can find Terry and I at fearless And uh, you can learn all about, uh, our workshops, our group program, the podcast recordings are all there for you. Um, one quick, easy click, and you can listen to whichever episode you want for the last eight seasons. So lots of content and information there for you to, uh, to, come, I can't say the word consume. Okay. Um. So we want to thank you, Trish, again for being here. We want to thank our listeners uh, for being here. Kelly, Kelly, does
1: Trish have something that she wants to share with us and how people can get a hold of her?
0: Nope. (laughs) She does not. If people Mm -hmm. want to reach
2: me, they can reach me at trishmarchcoaching at gmail.com. I don't have any current workshops planned, but um, if I do, I will post them on the Fearless Generation's Facebook
0: page. Awesome. Thank you. Go ahead, Kelly. Sorry. Absolutely. No, all good. Absolutely. We always want to support Trish and uh, know that you will get a lot from uh, learning more from her. And she's also on our guest coach page on uh, fearlessgenerations.org. You can find her information there as well. But we want to thank the listeners. Please come back next Monday or whenever you listen to the replay, and we will see you next time. In the meantime, be fearless. Good night. Be fearless. Good night.